everybody, welcome back to Ghost Station, Woo-hoo. the podcast where you get to learn, laugh, and live your life. Live your life. Live your That's best right. life. Live your best life. Yeah. It's I- your favorite hosts, Kesh and Arya, and we're here. You put my name before yours? I did put your name before mine. That's cute. And we're here to talk about responsibility as what I believe is our final planned episode for oh, the miniseries. right into it, yeah. We yeah. may have more as we have more ideas, but... But for now, this for is now, the yeah. last one part of the mini series. It's Station Twenty, the Big Two O. This is so awesome! Like this is a milestone. Honestly, I celebrate every time. Yeah, Arya says it's an awesome episode we have planned for you. Yeah, we're we're one fifth of the way to a hundred episodes. Yeah, almost there. That's so awesome! I can't wait till we hit triple digits. Triple digits. Anyway. Conquest dreams. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So, welcome back for another episode. And we are grateful if you're listening to us and watching, or not watching, listening to us. Apparently, I have brain fog. Um, But yeah. Maybe one day we could do like a video podcast as well. Yeah. And post it to YouTube. When we're not in a little corner. Yeah, when we have like a legit studio. So, if you would like to make our legit studio dreams come true... Follow us. Follow us. Send your friends a note to follow us. Yes. Or, you know. Or if you want to sponsor an episode. Oh. That'd be cool too. Yeah, if you're a company and you're listening to this, or you own a company and you're listening to this, and you want to sponsor an episode. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Um, Yeah, we're always looking to grow as well. So if you have feedback to share with us, you can share that too, as always. And, uh... Let's jump right into it, Let's shall do we? It. Yes. All right. So responsibility. Um, this is something that I think out of everything you learn about in relationships, um, not just like romantic relationships, but generally, I think a lot of people struggle with this a lot of the time because of something called Stubborn. egos. Oh, I was going to say stubbornness, but that's kind of it related. It from your ego. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a general topic in and of itself that we can get specific on. But in regards to responsibility, um, you know, again, this is having a successful relationship. And so just to give you an idea, say, RF, you were to have two friends who were, you know, fighting and stuff. And you were, as a bystander, you know, listening to this, and you know someone was wrong, would you not... Like, to get that fixed, would you not need one of them to say that I, they were wrong? Yes. Well, first I would try to defuse it a little bit, de-escalate. And then right. once I de-escalate, I'd, you know, feel like, you know, listen, Mark, for example, you know, maybe when you said this, it made Tom feel not very good. Right. And you have to take responsibility about, you know, first of all, the thoughts you're thinking and then the words you speak and then the actions you take. And a lot of the time, I think we put blame. Like, that's the opposite of taking responsibility. And I think I just mentioned, like, in the situation, I was like, wouldn't you need one person to take responsibility? But that's not the case. I I think... Yeah, usually... Usually, yeah, there's no... Yeah, usually, in most situations, it's not like one person is entirely to blame. I guess those situations are also possible, but... Yeah, I mean, they are. Less likely. But generally speaking, like something or the other is misconstrued and it goes back to, you know, communication. It can be a miscommunication. Um, And so then when you get to that point where you are in an argument or you are, um, 
disagreeing over something. It doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, in a really negative, bad way. But in order to get past it, I think the the healing phase is responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, apologizing and taking responsibility of the actions or the words you said to inflict any sort of emotional pain. Now, like personally, I've listened to Brene Brown, which I know you. I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is. Um, but she always talks about it too, like, you oh, know. Who is she? She's like one of them. She has her own podcast and everything too. She I, talks about, um, she's a, I don't know if she's a therapist, um, actually, but I she think talk she about like mindfulness and stuff. No, she talks about, um, basically now I want to Google everything about her. Cause honestly, I just listen to books like their podcasts and she has a few of them. She has a great Netflix show, um, about how, you know, emotions and everything work for relationships and this and that, but in particular, when you take responsibility over your actions, you know, and you don't put that blame, it's a huge thing. I also forgot the train of thought that started this whole thing about Brene Brown, but... Sorry. Well... She's great. Shout um, out, Brene. Um, if you ever want to, like, listen to something in terms of how to better um, better implement things where you know you have self-awareness mm-hmm. to get to that... Um, What's her name again? Brene Brown. Brene, okay. Um, to be able to even... I think it takes an awareness to be able to realize that, you know, hey, I've made a mistake and I need to apologize for it. Yes. And we talk about this all the time. Like, I personally have a really, really hard time right away to be like, hey, I'm sorry. And I think a lot of people do. It's not easy for you to just be like, I'm wrong. You're right. Sorry. Uh, Move on. Right. Especially like right when it happens, usually emotions are running high. Yeah. So I think when you are defining ways to take responsibility um there's different ways of doing that you know it can be by a gesture too you know that's right i think that's a nice way to do it as well yeah um that's a very nice way to do it if, especially if you made a mistake like you know if you've done something wrong and you know it and you hurt somebody and you hurt somebody like, like really badly even if you just want to have a conversation but being like hey i'm gonna you know let's meet up at a restaurant i can treat us you know it's already speaking volumes of you acknowledging yeah. that you want to fix something or that you kind of are taking responsibility over that action. Um, I've had that happen before and it's just, I mean... Or you show me, up with snacks. Or you show up with snacks and comfort. And that's like, you know, it goes <laughs> back to love languages. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can listen to that. Ooh, nice. But it's... Plug. <laughs> it's true though. It's it's a huge yeah. part of... That was a bomb episode and you should all listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, so we always, you know, we've grown to understand each other better and understand the time, the space, the healing required to move past your ego, which is honestly going to push you down and be like, no, you're right, they're wrong, they need to apologize first, and this and that, and you can make excuses. And so yeah. my personal identification is, like, instead of making blame your game, make it responsibility. Damn. I think for me, like... Maybe you could disagree, but I think I'm pretty good at taking responsibility, like, relatively immediately when I do something wrong, unless I'm seriously, like, in the heat of, like, an emotion. Or, no, I think you need time, too. You, you yeah. know, like, hey, I need a minute, like, whatever. Yeah, like, a, you know, like, a few minutes. Yeah. But it's not, it's like... It's very I, rare for you to be, like, hey, I'm in the middle of a fight, and then be, like, I'm done with the fight. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, okay. Right? Yeah, but it's, I don't need, like, hours. I don't always need hours either. No, I know. I'm not saying it. Just, and I'm just saying everyone's different. Yeah, everyone's different. Sometimes just, you do need hours. Yeah, depending on what it is. I was just saying for myself, 
you know, I might need a few minutes to cool down, get the immediate heat of the, you know, yes. argument emotions out so I can think clearly about it. And then I'm like, you know what? I was angry like 10 minutes ago, but now that I think about it, you know, he or she only did that because I did this. Exactly. So and how do you, you go to... about it? Like if you were to define the process, because I guess this is the main thing, right? How do you go about claiming responsibility? What do you do? Okay. Well, I think the first thing that's important is your intention. Like me personally, my intention is always, you know, this argument or disagreement or whatever is not more important than the relationship. So I want to, you know, repair the relationship. I want to make sure there's no, you know, damage. Mm -hmm. So I would go to the other person and be like, hey, you know, about, about the, you know, the other day or, you know, the other, whatever, mm -hmm. the thing, uh, you know, I'm sorry that I did this and this, um, you know, I reacted that way because, you know, maybe you did this, but right. I'm sorry for, for what I did. It doesn't make it okay. Yeah. And I think going back to communication, I'm going to drop another name, Esther Perel. I remember when I first started dating you. Esther Perel? Yeah, Perel. She's like um, an actual therapist, especially for couples. She does like couples therapy uh, prominently. Um, Good thing but, we don't need her. Am I right? Yeah, uh, but, but uh, everyone, uh, everyone needs um, communication skills, right? Yes. And so going back to that side of things, she always says, you know, when you are talking to someone, don't place blame on them. But you can always express, especially like when you are taking responsibility, it doesn't mean like you're like, hey, everything's my fault. Like, okay. But you can also point out like it's a little bit yeah, like yeah, the back yeah. of the relationship uh, right, communication. Right. But you go like, hey, also, when you said this, you know, I felt this way. Or you, someone could be telling you this, right? Like right. you saying this had this effect on me. And you need to take responsibility over that, whether or not you felt that way. Because you have to respect what the other person exactly, felt. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a huge thing. I think people are like, well, I didn't mean it that way. And I say that, like, I've said that quite a bit. I'm like, I didn't mean it that way. And Ari's like, that was really mean. Yeah. And I'm like, but I didn't, I didn't mean it in a mean way. But, you know, then I have to take a step back and go like, well, it doesn't matter what I meant because it came across a certain way. And right. obviously it hurts somebody. So. And I think that that really speaks volumes about like as your relationship with somebody matures, you like understand the way their thought process works. Yeah. And you understand that, you know, certain tones or certain ways of speaking might have a different effect on that person compared to what you're maybe used to. Right. And so you have to obviously adapt and grow. But I think when you are taking responsibility, it's also a key point to know that it may not be something you initially thought you need to take responsibility of. Like there are a lot of times where someone will tell you something like, hey, that made me feel something. And your initial reaction may be like, fight me. <laughs> like, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. You can't tell me that's what I said and did. Like, okay, just take oh, a that's, step that's back. That's a terrible reaction. Do I react that way? I don't think I react that way. No, but I'm saying oh, I, I know there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. times that people do that. And it's just like it's human nature. Usually, you know, you're taught to just react and be instead of responsive and reactive. I think it depends on how good of a listener you are. And that, yes. Are, well, you, that are you able to just hear the other person without immediately losing your head? Yeah, but I mean, like there's certain people, for example, if you're not willing to do it for them, you won't do it, right? Like if someone's complaining to you, saying certain things, you get annoyed right away. You don't care. That's right. If you're, I guess if you get triggered. Yeah. So that's my point, right? You, you kind of have to be aware of your trigger points, like we've said in previous episodes, and understanding also what is a way to then move into a new phase. Because when you take responsibility, you want to uh, like develop, mm -hmm. right? 
You don't want to stay stuck there. If you every time your response is like, no, you're wrong. And then you have to take a minute to go back and then be like, oh, fuck, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, I am sorry for telling you you're wrong. Like, you know, I didn't mean that. I'm actually the one who was wrong. Then maybe you need to start reanalyzing and and putting a trigger point in for yourself. Like, oh, that's triggering me. I know that. Snap. All right. Need to breathe, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever other coping mechanism you have, whether it's stepping away. We've talked about it previously, like telling the person I need time. Yeah, like I need five minutes. You just go come back in five minutes and continue the conversation. But have that responsibility in your communication where you understand what you've said and done and the implications of those actions and then claim them. Like it's really important. I think one thing that I've learned is like I never used to always tell people it. I'd be like, well, we moved past it, right? Mm -hmm. So they know. They know that I knew I was wrong. It is what it is. And it's like, no, sometimes people don't. And you have to explicitly tell them like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry I ate all the muffins and snapped at you all. (laughs) (sighs) Right? Like you, you did that. So you got to apologize. You can't just be like, well, they were in the fridge. There's no label on it. And they're mine anyways, too. So like, whatever. No, you got to say what you did. And when Uh, you do. That applies to me. When I go and eat all the snacks without oh leaving any God, for you. Yes. And it's always snack time for you around our house, so. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it always happens. And <laughs> everyone has it. That's the thing. I think we get lost. Like, you can get lost in your own story and being like, I feel the pity party for myself and this and that. And that's where we kind of expect someone else's apology. But everything you're doing is a reflection of yourself. So before you want to get the other person to apologize about their actions, take the initiative to start that. Even if it's really hard. Like for me, I've had to work years. My my poor mm-hmm. mother has had to work years to get me like to the point where communication is a lot easier for me. Yeah, sometimes like when we have some kind of, you know, disagreement or something and you know i know both of us need to altercation whatever (laughs) non-physical obviously (laughs) no abuse whatsoever um i just tickle him to the ground sure whatever like we have some kind of disagreement and then we both say some things and then we you know we're we go steam in our own corners stew in our own corners i know that even though i you know want an apology from you (laughs) for whatever you did or said I know that you will be way more receptive to apologizing for your part once I come apologize for my part. Because I know it can be hard for you to apologize first sometimes. <laughs> and that's okay. I, I know that about you. And I accept that. You know, I accept ha- who you are. And, and I appreciate that you do that. So, you know, and that's like an obviously in the romantic sense. But even in my even friendships, in friendship, yeah, like if you my know, very best friends know enough about me through like, you know, the decade that we've been friends or right. plus. And we understand each other. We understand our emotions, our connections, and our boundaries because everyone has those two. Right. Yeah. Like it could work the same for friendships too. Like if you know your friend has a hard time apologizing about yeah. things. Yeah. You just have to find a way to make them feel more comfortable to say it. Yeah. And so I think, you know, next time you find yourself in that situation where you are having a bit of a mis disagreement or something. Take a minute to actually understand before you go to the blame game, like go back and be like, well, okay, what could I have done differently? Right. Mm -hmm. Or what did I do that really turned this event upside Upside down? down. I I started thinking about the um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. 
Oh. This is a story of oh, how my, my life. life turned upside wow, down. Wow, that was... That was so bad. <laughs> this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Right, right, right. That's how it goes. <sighs> Noobs. I'm so young. <laughs> I'm too young. <laughs> Younglings. <laughs> um, so, yeah. With that being said, I mean, all of these episodes have tied into each other. I think... Um, yeah, we could have done like one mega episode on relationships. A two and a half hour episode on relationships. No, I think it would have been like... Actually, yeah. No, it might have been like an hour and a bit, hour and a half. Yeah. But we broke it down simply to show you that everything is interconnected. It's not like each of these things are successful on their own. Um, these are the things that, you know, through our relationship, especially um, together, and I think through the years that I've been lucky enough to have my friends who stuck by my side, um, these are really important key points to making successful, strong, and meaningful relationships, not just ones that are, you know, like, I don't know, passing by or for the... right. For the moment, those are great too. Don't get me wrong, but um, they can these can all be applied in those senses too. But generally speaking, the more you get to know someone, the more you understand them. Um, these four areas are huge, and yeah. they help you. Learn. If you want to keep building the relationship right. and you know maintain it for a long time, these right. are important. You need to grow together and be, um, you know, supportive of each other. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is. Two or more people who who genuinely emotionally care about each other and want each other to succeed and want each other to be the best versions of themselves. So if you're lucky enough, and I hope you are, to have those people around you, then take the time to actually, you know, figure out how you can grow in which areas. Um, maybe you're really strong at certain points and you're really good at claiming responsibility but you suck at compromising, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Or any of the other things that we've talked about. So take a minute and just, you know, break it down for yourself. I know it can be a little time consuming. But I promise you, once you're more self-aware, you can generally that's, that's apply the, that. That's the key word right there, isn't it? Self-aware. Because once you're self-aware, you know where you need to make improvements in yourself. And I guess that's the name of the game, isn't it? It's that's just, the game of it's our just, game. It's just growth, right? Like... You have to be addicted to growth. Yeah. And that's the point of our podcast. So, like, we hope that with each episode, you found a little bit to make your, like, little, little, even the tiniest amount of knowledge to make you a little bit better. If that 1%, you know, yeah. compounds, it's going to equate to something so great and so magical that you'll just look back and not even be able to understand how you were where you yeah, were yeah you're absolutely right even if you're growing just one percent a year and then you look back you know two years ago like wow i was a completely different person just yeah. by you know slowly just incorporating you know these small you know improvements into your life like better at community better communication better compromising yeah i mean i recently saw something online where the guy was like every year i'm like i'm gonna be the best version of myself and every year i look back and i'm like wow you were really stupid last year and it's like, but that's how it is. It is, and that's fine. Every that's, year you get better. That's exactly. And maybe you don't, but that's fine too. It's all part of the process. I think you generally do. I think if you are trying to live your best life and you know implementing as much as you can into. Yeah, but sometimes people hit like a rough patch and then they might fair. go downwards. Yeah, and that's okay. It, it, as long you know as you what? pick yourself back up. It's like the stock market, guys. It's like <laughs> when that crash happens, everyone freaks out. They're like, oh my god, the world's gone to shit. Everything's gonna like combust, right? But 
after every major market crash, markets actually rebound even higher than they ever were previously. And it's the same with you. When you hit that low point, it's usually because you have to go through immense growth. Can I take it even deeper? When you hit that low point, instead of like pulling out and then just continuing to fall, you need to start investing in yourself. Yes. Just like you would in if a stock market crashed and you had money, you'd probably invest more yeah. at a crash. Yeah. When, you know, in your own life, when you feel like you've hit a low point, that is a great time to start investing in yourself. You know, maybe start exercising or pick up a new hobby. You Get know, a coach, whatever. Whatever it is. It is. Yeah, whatever Therapist. it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Those are all amazing things to do. And uh, yeah, so we hope that with these episodes, you've gained a little bit knowledge, a little more knowledge on yeah. how to have your bestie, being even more of a bestie. And yeah. I I know I know it was um a little broken down, but if you have any feedback, please let us know. This was a fun this was a fun episode to record. Si, a, senor. Yeah. Good conversation, senora. Yes. Senor, yeah. Senorita. 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 Because no ring yet. No ring. <laughs> I get your ring pop. Love it. Actually, I hate ring actually pops. we went to Bulk Barn the other day and there were ring pops there. Yeah. And I did contemplate getting a ring pop and then proposing to you with a ring pop. Yeah, my family has a history of that. That's a different story. But um, no, lol, there's no ring. That's a joke. Um, we appreciate you guys staying tuned into our episode. Uh, and we hope you have a beautiful week. Yeah. Tell someone you love them. Tell them you care. And communicate successfully. Yeah, I hope you're all doing good. Friends and people I don't know, listeners, I hope you're all doing great. Yeah, and if you have any comments, as always, reach out to us on our Instagram at go.station or leave us a voice note on our anchor. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And please let your friends know about our show. Yeah. We'd really appreciate that. If you think there's someone who can learn something or need something from us, from our episodes, uh, let us know. That'd be great. If there's something, you know, particular as a topic you'd like to, we'd love that. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Ciao, Bellas. I'm going to wrap you up in a burrito blanket and just like throw you off one time and be like, we're done. End of the roll. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.